Nicole has landed. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome back to American Slacker Podcast. As always, well, I guess now, you're newly dubbed Florida man. I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. I bear witness to the uh, the Florida action going the on christening. here. The christening. Now, I haven't, I haven't officially got my Florida license, but I've got my Florida card, so to say. Oh, right? okay. That, what, what, what did that ritual involve? You know, like, uh, just basically, you got to, like, sacrifice a possum while okay. listening to Leonard Skinner. Oh, and Then you go okay. for a midnight ride on, a, like, a, a crocodile, you know? There you go. Was say. that the verification coming through? Yeah, there was. Another verification, dude. That was it. There's That's a lot of it. steps to the process, but it's official now. He is a Florida man. He's our man on the street, man in the swamp down there. Yeah. <laughs> of, well, actually, yeah. Orlando is kind of swampy. I'm not going to lie. I was going to be like, sir, come on. But it really how, is. How was the move, though? It went uh, fairly well. Dude, yeah, it went really smooth. I can't even argue. No traffic. You know, the 19 oh. hours went really smooth. Got lucky. Um, no crazy crashes or anything like that. Nice. And uh, yeah, man, everything worked out great. And here we sit now. American Slacker is half based out of California and half based out of the crazy state of Florida. So which state do you think I should move to? <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's put a vote up if we're just, uh, you know, we're relocating American Slacker here. Let's, go go uh, Rogan. Go Rogan. Go to Texas, baby. Go to Texas. Cowboy <laughs> boots, cowboy hat, pistols on the side, double it's pistols. It's going to be a hard sell to my partner. Root tootin' tootin' good time, you know what I mean? There you go. Well, uh, <laughs> as always with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And this time around, we are going to L.A. Uh, nothing more L.A. than talking weed. <laughs> they get all the good stuff, don't they, Matt? Oh, man, it's what I love about visiting out there. It's just mm-hmm. candy land all over, baby. <laughs> Cannabis candy land. So uh, we're talking about a new chain that should be opening soon in Los Angeles that will be delivering THC-infused pizza to your door. And not just pizza. We're talking a whole bunch of different uh, items that you can choose from here, from uh, pizza to wings, garlic knots, uh You can get pre-rolls alongside that, some cheesecake, gelato, cannolis, brownies, and cookies, all infused with different levels of THC. Dude, I love it. I love it, dude. Pizza is one of my favorite foods. Like a good pizzeria, dude. Little mozzarella sticks with 50 milligrams in it, you know? Mm, There you go. Ooh, some mozzarella sticks. Can't beat that. So uh, Chris Barrett is the guy, the entrepreneur behind all this, and uh, he told high times that about four years ago he started doing cannabis dinners in new york and those included things like steak lobster shrimp uh you know like high-end fancy like four course meal type dinners in all infused with cannabis and i guess one of the uh like dishes that he would serve alongside that was the pizzas and they were a bit of a hit like kind of a standout amongst all the other dishes and that's when he was like you know i should just start kicking it off with these pizzas everyone seems to like them yeah, dude, I would definitely be down on that immediately. Like, 
As far as food goes, what would be like the number one food? I mean, outside of pizza that you would try, like you would want to try like an elegant food, like not just like a fucking brownie or a cookie that you're Damn always it. like the first <laughs> you're, introduction. You're shooting me down. I was going to go brownie immediately. Um, what? <laughs> but no, I uh, some sort of like I would say ice cream or desserts always, you know, tickle my fancy. Maybe a creme brulee infused Ooh. with like uh, a little bit of THC. Yeah, creme brulee would definitely be interesting to me, but I would I would organically go pasta myself, like uh, maybe oh. an olive oil infusion, like style. Kind of feels like a pesto, but like uh, a, a weed flower type of yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I bet you cannabis would mix really nice with the notes of like oregano and like all the Italian spices. Now thinking back to the creme brulee, I wonder if torching the top would fuck it up at all, <laughs> burn it off oh, all the THC, burn, <laughs> burn out all the value of what you want. It just tastes like shitty burnt weed, do you know? Right. And if we're talking value, these uh, stoned pieces are going to be going for $200 for delivery and $100 for pickup. Oh my God, he's choking. He's dying, people. I'm choking. <laughs> I don't know if it was in correlation of what you were saying. I had it muted, so nobody heard that. But uh, when you said 200 I just immediately started choking. I'm not sure if it was because of the Thought price, I killed but that's him. a lot. Well, for- I'm guessing it's not just the pizza. It's like a minimum. So you have to order at least $200 oh. worth of stuff. Um, this seems like something you do f- with like a group of friends. I, I don't think it's really uh, like economical to be buying this every Friday for yourself. <laughs> if you're looking, just like at that point, uh, it even says at the end of this internationalhighlife.com uh, article, you know, you're better off for your money buying a pizza and a pre-roll. If, if you're yeah. trying to actually get stoned, but the, if you like the novelty of it, hey, why not give it a try? Yeah, man, I would definitely see like a getting together with a group like of friends and, and being like, let's just have a crazy Friday night, you know, play some fucking games and right? devour some this infused fucking Infused garlic knots, wings, pizza, even sodas. I mean, like they got everything these days infused pretty much. Mm, true. Um, yeah. The brand has been uh, already hyped by celebrities like Ty Dolla Sign, Method Man. Um, they even have Young Jack Thriller, a stand-up comedian, uh, as their brand ambassador. So they're pushing hard. And uh, the entrepreneur behind this said that, you know, he had never actually been to California. And then once he visited, he realized how large LA actually is. He realizes he has a mountain to climb, but he wants to put them everywhere. He, he wants all of California to be eating stone pizza. Hell yeah. I like it. Franchise the hell out of it, dude. I want that right here in Orlando, dude. (laughs) That'd be awesome. So if you want to read a little bit more about this, we'll be posting up the International High Life article on our Facebook page on Thursday, like we always do with our cannabis article. Nice, man. That definitely sounds like some serious business. But uh, (laughs) let's talk about some monkey business. All right. Let's transition into that. We're going over to England where we're talking about Nosley Safari Park. Uh, it's located in Merseyside, and uh, apparently there's some craziness going on. We got a lot of stories coming out of here of the monkey enclosure specifically, which, uh, man, I want to see. I don't have any footage of this, but some of the stories that are coming out of here are that the uh, monkeys are going past just the, you know, the normal ripping the canvas off of a car, ripping the license plates off. They love those wipers. Dude, they love ripping wipers off. You know, you see tons of videos of that. But now they, they've accelerated, you know. It's kind of like how chimpanzees are entering the Stone Age, they say. Mm. Like, these Using guys are... the tools. These guys are entering the gang age, dude. They oh. watch... They got a copy of Warriors. So now they're running around. Apparently, we got stories of them running around with, you know, things from knives to screwdrivers. And even one monkey, one monkey was reported lugging around a chainsaw. 
Oh jeez, that's gotta be a, that's gotta be a big monkey. That's not a capuchin, dude. Whew, you imagine just that's the scariest shit you will ever see in your life is a monkey coming at you, dragging a chainsaw behind it. We're in trouble once he learns how to do the pull start. <laughs> oh, dude, if that thing's got some kind of electronic start on it, we're fucked. No buttons, yeah. Oh man, or he's gonna cut his arm off. I you don't gotta know. wait till the battery runs out. <laughs> Either way, I do want to see what's going on here. <laughs> I'm guessing they're getting these uh, from the cars coming in. They're not fashioning them from rocks and sticks they find in the park. There's nothing but theories right now. And ah. yes, that is one of the theories is like they're like, you know, rummaging through trucks, going in the back of pickup trucks, you know, and stealing these out of toolboxes because they will do that oh kind God. of thing, apparently. But uh, they're also worried that, you know, this could be like an instance of people handing the monkeys this for pure entertainment value. Like, oh give that monkey a chainsaw. Let's see what happens. You know? What goes through your mind that it's like, all right, we're going to the safari park. I got to pay admission. Make sure we bring the knives that we want to give to the baboons. <laughs> Dude, to me, I would just, you know, maybe want to put a tux on a monkey or maybe some sunglasses. I'm not going, I'm not trying to arm them. No, definitely not. You want to dress them up style wise. Armed monkey is not a friendly monkey. No, that's First Planet off. of the Apes right there. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's definitely going down the wrong route. Now, park officials are immediately butting back. They're saying that this is this is monkey myth, okay? <laughs> They're saying basically these stories are getting blown out of proportion, you know, as they travel down the line with normal stories. That's what they want you on. to think. You don't want to... Monkey, the monkey had some shears. And then the next guy that tells a story, you know, the monkey had some powered shears. And then the next <laughs> guy that tells a story, hey, the monkey had a fucking chainsaw. You know, boom. Uh, so they're they're saying this is uh, don't look at the man behind the curtain or the monkey behind the curtain in this case, and everything's fine. Uh, proceed as is. I, I'm guessing this is uh, they're downplaying it for a cash grab. If That's you, what if, I'm saying, dude. That's the got, official story. What I'm telling you there. If you got I lethally armed apes wandering dude. your park, who's gonna want to come? Exactly, dude. They're playing it down because they don't want you worrying about your fucking kids being attacked by a chainsaw fucking monkey in the back back seat. You know, like out of, out of nowhere, you just hear, and then all of a sudden it's coming through the door, dude. Yeah, this sounds like a serial killer movie, like the start of a serial killer movie where like, you know, the monkeys are just locking everyone in the park and taking them out one by one. <laughs> I don't want to be any part of that. I'm not visiting this thing. Dude, no, I, I well, they get no. it under control. But hey, if you're visited in Northwest England anytime soon and you feel like checking this place out, they did reopen June 15th. <laughs> so uh, you can drive through and hey, they're telling us it's as safe as going through a McDonald's drive through. But last time I checked, there wasn't baboons at the McDonald's drive through <laughs> that have the strike to just rip you in half. So let alone they're carrying weapons now. Yeah, you got baboon Leatherface coming through your window with a chainsaw. <laughs> it's a little, it's not a fun time for the family. Even baboon Michael Myers, dude, with a knife. I'm not any part of that, dude. A monkey with a knife is scary. If they can figure out the knives, they can figure out door handles. So so I'm, okay. I'm saying back up. Back up. Back, back up. up. Don't go. We're going to back all the way up to Australia, actually. And we're, we're going to continue the crazy animal news as uh, some emu or emus Sorry, I had to look up whether or not you pluralize it with an S. Uh, emus have been banned from a pub in the Australian outback town of Yaraka. I never realized they were a rowdy crowd, but hey, you know, it's always the ones you don't expect that cause the most ruckus. Hey, they're local characters in this town because this town only has about 16 people. 
<laughs> very, oh, sm- very small town. There's probably a bigger gang of emu there than there is people. At one That's- point, there almost was because they had uh, several eggs which were hatched at the end of 2018, which led to about, um, I think they said nine. Yeah, nine emus were just wandering the town. And eventually, uh, most of them either wandered away or, quote, were hit by cars. Um <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. Um, not something you want to hit. Like a, a deer is one thing, but an emu, like just coming right through the windshield at you. You got to see it coming. I, I'd imagine the outback's pretty fucking like flat. It's not like it's running through forest to forest, like upstate New York, where it's and, just like you're yeah. Through forest. These yeah. things are like two meters tall. Like how can you? Yeah. Or how it's can wide you open, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the surviving emu uh, were down to two, which were named Carol <laughs> and Kevin. <laughs> and Fuck. They, they became, as, as we were saying before, local characters. And eventually, their bad behavior got them thrown out of um, one of the local bars in Uraka here. So this bad behavior included stealing things from guests, especially their food. They would stick their heads in and pinch toast out of the toaster. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they would also leave uh, droppings in the establishment which were enormous, very large, very smelly, and created great stains. <laughs> Bunch of dirty birds, man. Yeah. Bunch of dirty birds just coming in the joint, messing it up, man. No respect. So they, they had to put up a rope. I mean, that was really the solution, was they put up a rope with a sign that says, like, hey, emus are not allowed. They're banned. Uh, please put the rope back on your way in. Did they put a guy to tell the emus? Because I don't think emus can read. No, but the rope seems to keep them out. I don't oh. know. They're pretty dumb, I guess. Or they understand the concept of, hey, VIP, baby, and you're not VIP. You know? Nah, they have a whole town they can wander, just not in this bar. They've, they've overstayed their welcome in this case. Oh, man. I want to live seems in a like town where a emus can go and shit in any bar they want, Matt. I was going to say, it seemed like a touchy subject in 2020. I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to be on that grounds where it's like, where this is a non-emu bar. Yeah, right? That might start a little controversy next, in town. Next thing you know, the whole town is just overwhelmed with emu who are just protesting to get into the bar. Yeah, dude, and then there's shit everywhere, dude. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, now now what? Now you can't up. even get in the bar without shit stepping through shit, so. Oh, dude. That's how you Man. get an emu infestation. In a town of 19 people? 19 people, is that what you said? Uh, Yeah, or I think it was 16 total. A town of 16 people is no match for merely 20 emu let alone you get a couple hundred in there dude that town's going to the ground right i mean you know with that little people the divide can't be that much it's like what eight on each side eight hate the emu eight like the emu a lot of accidents happen in the outback apparently never know what's gonna happen to these two emu they keep keep (laughs) shitting in the in the pub just might happen to have an accident you know might not show up ever again one emu has an accident another one has one on the road you know (laughs) (laughs) oh man man it is tough to hit them dude you did say that it's tough to hit them maybe they were trying to gun them down you know quite possibly we have uh we have some emu controversy in australia let us know if you're australian you listen we want to know your uh, stance on the emu Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I definitely <laughs> want to hear what the hell are they? A We're just outsiders given our own perspective on this. Yeah, true. We are talking a lot of shit. We know nothing of the emu game down there. Yeah. Let, let us know. Let us know. All right, let's come back to the States where we're going to talk about a crazy incident that happened at the beginning of the month. Now, a Newark woman was uh, driving down the road during a flash flood. I mean, it, you know, it, it'll happen. It'll That's happen. That's scary. Right? 
dude you don't see there's no warning of them they just fucking happen because something you know maybe a river overfloods i watched you know, a video is. from like mid-july um in arizona of flash flood and that shit comes quick dude scary as fuck water scares the shit out of me dude water might be the scariest element of them all really sneaks up on you <laughs> yeah because it's just power like flames are one thing but water has physical power it will knock your scary. ass around knock you out yeah. underwater you're dead you know smash you against anything but uh so she's driving a flash flood happens and her car starts getting pushed towards like um some kind of like waterway where she's worried about going down this drain system and basically she panics gets out of the car thinks she's gonna get away and she gets sucked into the aqueduct quicker than the car oh shit now this is where the story gets really crazy she gets carried down through the like the system of pipes under the ground mm-hmm. for over a mile. She ends up like in a Pasic River, which is a decent sized river. Okay. It just fucking comes out, dude. This is insane. Could you imagine being sucked under? I don't know how long it would take to travel a mile of pipes, but it's got to be a couple fucking minutes, right? I mean, I, even with- unless you're going real fast. I mean, I know water moves pretty quick. She could have shot through that pipe like Augustus Gloop. And I guess, fucking uh, Willy Walker. And I, I, I don't know. I guess it makes sense. There's no kind of screen or any type of like, you know, restrictor plates in there to like get jammed up in the middle of underground. But like, yep. dude, I feel like she's very lucky to not hit some kind of fucking. Right. Stop. Imagine taking a left or a right and like you hit some sort of grate. Oh, my a God. Fill up, fill up tank or something. God knows, you know. And, I, no- and I wonder how high the water level was if she was like, could pop her head up above the whole time or if it was just straight held her breath the entire way until she got yeah. shot out into the river <laughs> holy yeah. fuck i couldn't imagine the panic of being like like you're probably she had to assume she was dying dude now the I, craziest thing i think is like what if she stayed in the car she probably would have been pinned like and died like she probably would have never went down the pipe system she probably would have been stuck in her car from the pressure yeah that's a good point because the car started filling up with water through the floorboards and once that happens and your car submerges a pressure happens within the seals of the car so that you cannot open the door like unless you have one of those glass breakers if you're fully sunk yeah it'll it'll uh unless the door's popped or windows open you're done you're pretty much in there till it fills yeah so she i feel like she's her panic literally saved her life here you know? yeah because i i wouldn't i don't know if i would have gotten out of the car necessarily because you know you oh. think if it's strong enough to move your car like why would you be able to you know withstand the pressure of the rushing torrent of water yeah i'd be more afraid of being loose out there than in my car honestly so i probably would have died it worked yeah. out for her so she gets spit out into the river and then just swims to shore dude just spit out into the river and uh yeah she uh, swam to shore, and then there was a resident like walking, and they called the fucking emergency services to come Holy and get crap. her because she was fucking traumatized. Yeah, yeah. I, I would just be in sheer shock at that point that I'm even alive. Can you imagine, dude? You're like, am I dead? Like, am I fi-? like? Dude. Yeah, it's got to be surreal. It's like I was in a pipe like two minutes ago. What the fuck? Yeah, you have no idea how deep you are in the ground. You just like got sucked into a drain, and fucking here it goes. Damn. Yeah, man. That's crazy. So we're uh, gonna head to a little bit of a drier area, but still, uh, still involved with water here. We're gonna be in Houston, where they're gonna be doing a floating cinema. And I just found out recently, San Francisco is gonna be doing something similar up here near me. Um, now, Matt, we grew up in a town with a very active drive-in culture. You know, going and seeing a film 
at one of these drive-in movie theaters. It's like something that we're very familiar with. But uh, I think this experience would be similar but different at the same time. We're talking a floating drive-in where people get individual little boats and are pretty much parked out in front of a projection screen to, to watch a movie drive-in style. This allows for social distancing and also a unique experience where you get to uh, float and, and watch the, uh, the film. That's exactly why I'm, I'm not down with it. You just did it right there. Tell me how much you want to watch a movie and go and be like, I know. Yeah. My, my fiance is, uh, gets pretty motion sick. So I, I was thinking the same thing. There's gotta be people out there who are bouncing around, you know, during yeah. this film and, and kind of said, how many, how many people are going to be puking <laughs> off those little personalized boats? That's all I'm imagining is like, wait, what, what do you say? What do you say? And then in the distance, you're like, oh, oh, I should have never done this. I mean, it seems like a good idea. I wonder, like, yeah, you just got to take precaution if that's something. Take a little bit of Dramamine or something to uh, calm, calm your stomach as you're as you're floating out there. It's it seems really cool. It seems very bougie. If I get rich people shit, everyone floating out on their personal yacht watching a film like. <laughs> um, but if they keep it to, you know, small reusable boats that they can wipe down between uses and stuff like that, this might actually be a decent idea. The only other thing that comes to mind is how do you go to the bathroom? If these are just like small little like dinghy boats and they're not like yachts with like a fucking little bathroom underneath, you're going to have to like motorize boat your way over. To like go use the bathroom and everyone else in your party is gonna have to miss whatever's going on in the movie that's where somebody else capitalizes man they they invent the porta potty boat and they just oh. like drive it around do, 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 you know yo you gotta pay <laughs> that guy extra oh my god yeah no that is crazy like it's there's got to be like i guess onshore bathroom and it's like well you gotta go bathroom excuse us excuse yeah. us excuse yeah excuse right us. the the noise people getting in front shut of that people. boat off right shut what it about, down what about collisions <laughs> if people are sinking you get a hole in one of the boats i mean you could just dude, like trailer park boys so style bad. and piss jug it oh dude piss jug it and then chug it chug <laughs> it once you're done you know um <laughs> it's it's an interesting concept i want to see if it sticks you know this is something that if if it's novel enough and people like it, they might continue this after the pandemic kind of calms down. But I don't know. It might just be a novelty for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's interesting. And it's one of the cool things about this pandemic. It's driving out these like very unique entertainment uh, venues, you right. know, with the drive in tours, whether it's that or this or like what else, you know, whatever people can do to, to make people safe, to enjoy entertainment, make life somewhat normal again. Right. I mean, technically, there's, it's not much different than a normal drive in in terms of distance and good shit. No, but uh, dude, it's just not for me. I'm not like about the whole bobbing and fucking. Right. That, yeah, that's bit. the main difference. It's like you want to go to the drive-in, but you want to get motion sick at the same time. Come yeah. on down to Phil's Floating Film Festival. Like, and I, I bet you it's a little bit of like bumper boats too at that point because people are fucking just like drifting into each other. Oh, sorry, sorry. Me. Then you know they're gonna be sneaking alcohol on in on those boats. Hell yeah, dude. How much? the ship and damn right we have alcohol on it <laughs> they're gonna do, they're gonna have one of the little uh bellhop dudes uh going around fucking checking just hooking your boat up and pulling you back to shore <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's be so shit he's like just riding cruising on a jet ski like oh we got one 
flashing and it, with light. And you know, another like I just think back to all the classic movie tro- uh, movie theater tropes of like if I'm hitting you with popcorn and you're in the boat in front of me, you can't do shit. But like if, if we're in a theater, you can go kick my ass. Like yeah, dude. Yeah, I want to see you try to fucking row that boat over here. Back up with a chase ensued. You know, come over here. I'm gonna hit you with an oar. <clears throat> Piece of shit. <laughs> so I it, hopefully we'll get some at least bizarre news out of. Uh, these floating cinemas. <laughs> I can only imagine the shenanigans that are going to happen at this place. Right. And if I go to one, I'll let you know how it is. Oh, man. Well, considering I am now the newest uh, member of the Florida Man Gang, it's only fitting that we end the news segment with a little bit of Florida Man news. There you right. Go. And I'm going to tell you about my Florida Man Kingpin, apparently, because this guy is fucking ingenious. <laughs> uh, he is a criminal. Let me pre-state that. He's probably a piece of shit, but he's genius. All right. Uh, we got a man who's serving a long-term prison uh, sentence, about 25 years for an armed robbery. And, uh, you know, he's not letting life pass him by while he's in prison. He's no, he's no fucking prison slouch. Okay. He's been kind of setting up his own kind of like entrepreneurial business thing in construction where he's been uh, building a house while he's in prison. Sounds amazing, right? How does one do that? Well, I don't know how one does that legally, but let me tell you how <laughs> this guy did it. So this guy decided he was going to start. Uh, he had a, he, somehow he had a smuggled cell phone. That's how he's running the whole operation. Okay. Right? This is where it starts. He pays a man $200 to hide that cell phone in his cell. So it's nowhere near him. So he can't, you know, put the dirt on him. Okay. So he's covering his tracks. Now, this guy decided uh, a long time ago he was going to buy a plot of land. He bought a quarter acre lot in Lake Placid, Florida, for about $4,500 in uh, July of last year. Okay. Okay. Now, he needs some materials. He needs some people to start working on the land. He's incarcerated. He can't do it himself. So he hires a lady on Facebook to uh, be basically an overseer and, like, you know, meet contractors. Foreman. Be there to accept supplies. Exactly. And uh, so, you know, he orders some supplies from Lowe's to be sent there. He orders these supplies from Lowe's on another contractor's oh, no. bill because he's going through and finding contractors that have like um, the uh, the open system so any of their guys can go mm. and charge shit. So he's he's charging these accounts with all the supplies, like Damn. different accounts, tons of them, spreading it out little by little. And uh, the thing about it is a lot of these supplies, he's not even using for the house. He's taking them and he's selling them on secondhand sites. <laughs> making profit so he can pay contractors to come in and do the work. He's doing like eBay flipping, but with like like hardwood. Yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's buying hardwood. He's buying shingles. He's flipping them. You know, he's just having a good old time, dude, being a middleman, uh, not putting in any money. But, and uh, so he's doing this for a while. Um, and I, it turns out the plan for the whole house is he's going to build the house up and sell the house as a big, large sum. Okay. And take that one. Huh. But uh, unfortunately for him, he didn't get that far because it started catching up with all these contractors when there's, you know, a $9,000 charge for hardwood or whatever it might be. <laughs> it never turns up, yeah. And it didn't go to any of their job sites. So, you know, after this Lowe's received multiple, like, uh, claims that, you know, these this was going on, mm-hmm. they started tr- calling the police. They wanted right. to figure out what was going on, trace all the uh, orders, figure out who's ordering it. And uh, it turned out to be a little bit too much for the, the local police and even the money wise and work wise. So they went to the FBI. Damn. So now it's, 
it's even right now it's not even closed it's in a huge open investigation where they're trying to like figure out exactly how much money this guy has really screwed people out of and all the total charges he's really racked up and the woman's pretty much innocent in it she uh she informed police you know this guy hired her off facebook you know and explained the situation that he lived away from the area wasn't Uh, incarcerated so it seemed like a wealthy businessman you're not you're not wrong that this guy was really smart about how he set all this up i mean it just it's unfortunate that he's not putting this towards you know a legal way to make money i guess imagine if he like i don't know put his mind to trying to get transferred to maybe a prison with some kind of education system study business come out with a degree i mean you could with his mind dude he could probably be making moves legally from prison oh yeah for sure i mean it's tough when he has like the record that he has and stuff but clearly this guy's got fucking potential in terms of business planning you know he managed to build a partial house at least from prison well, the house list for over, it's listing that like what he was listing it for. He was listing it as it was being built. That's how eager he was to sell it. So it would be sold right away. Um, it was 185000 for that. Okay. Now, the FBI has figured out that he schemed over well over a million dollars in uh, supplies. Damn. So he's probably made a fortune as well. I mean, like I said, he was paying a guy $200 to stash the phone. He's probably living it up in prison. You can get anything with money. So, you know, he's probably just fucking living life. like the, the Rick Ross of Home Depot. Like. Dude, dude, exactly, man. <laughs> he's just fucking living it up, dude. That's insane. Big orange. <laughs> well, he's probably ain't going to, now that the FBI is involved and they know it was him, I'm sure oh, he's not going to be living in that house anytime soon. Dude, serving a 25-year bid, and he went in in 2011. So we're talking 2036 hmm. and plus whatever this conspiracy charges i mean this is so much money from many companies let alone lowe's i mean i can't even imagine what kind of charges and we will definitely do a follow-up as soon as we get any info on this guy because this is just a wild ass this is the best florida story i've read in a while i'm gonna say keeping up with the florida man we'll uh the drug up stories (laughs) they don't do it anymore we want to hear about fucking kingpins yeah right that was wild yeah. So uh, to end our weird news, we always like to give you a little funny clip to watch. This is uh, going to be available on our Facebook page on Friday. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what you guys did for July 4th, if you had any fireworks involved or anything. But this guy takes it to a whole new level. We got this man with a can and a firework. <laughs> Let's see. Can you hear this, Matt? Oh, yeah, I hear it. <laughs> so what's that? Maximo? Think, think big. big, huh? All right, think big. I can tell you right now, you're thinking Wish too big, luck. brother. Like, <laughs> you need to calm down right now. It looks right like now. he has an M80 kind of mail, mail packing oh. tape to it. Yeah, tied. tied it's, it's wrapped around what, Jesse? A fucking aerosol it's can? It's like an airspray oh can. Oh, my God. Oh. He's way too close to that. I think he blew my speakers out. I hope oh my god! okay at home. Oh, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> All right. What Carl we have here is a man that purely didn't understand the, the repercussions of the action. Holy shit. I'm surprised the windows holding he did it. I'm going to get the fuck out of yeah. here. You think, you think you better get out of there, guy? You think? The, and then the, the damage after the fact. Holy Dude. crap. All the car alarms are going off. I mean, <laughs> 
Dude, he was like, he was barely off of being a terrorist. Yeah, and that actually comes from one of my favorite new subreddits, which is called Accidental Terrorism. Um, it's when people, <laughs> it's when people uh, do something that they didn't really mean to, which usually causes an explosion or a bunch of people getting fucked up. Um, oh my God. But it's usually with the best of intentions. So we'll be posting that clip up for you guys to watch and uh, piece together the audio with the visual there on our Facebook page on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. And check that thread out, too. That's insane. All right, people. Uh, we're going to get ready to jam it out a little bit. It's time, time, it's time to listen to some music, you know. But uh, before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch proof, water resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER approved. The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworm Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you gotta get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh -huh. and it absorbs like the moisture <laughs> or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get off my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Wicked, wicked, wicked. It was more like, wicked, wicked, wicked. And then the, and then he had to wait for the light. <laughs> you can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. And we're back. And uh now we're gonna talk about some music. Some things we've been digging, listening to. We want to share with you guys. Yeah, we got a couple of suggestions here for you. I'm gonna start it out with Matt Caracas. Uh, he is a solo artist who is actually the front front man for another band that both Matt and I are fans of. I feel like, like part of me feels like we've hovered around suggesting his band a couple of times, uh, his band citizen. Um, I don't know if we actually have though. So it's, it's definitely a band that we've both listened to and enjoyed their music and finding out that he does a solo, um, project. It was something that I jumped on. I was like, oh, cool. Um, this will probably sound a lot like Citizen. Blown away by the fact that it does not. He shows his versatility in this solo project uh, like a uh, hundredfold. Like um, when, when I first started listening, I didn't even realize that this is like who this was. And I kind of put all that information together after the fact when I listened to his first song that came up on my playlist, which was Diamonds, um, off of his 2019 album, Ruby. So this is one of his more recent ones. He actually just had a, a very recent release on April 22nd, a song called I Wish I Was Cool. 
But before that, Ruby was like the most recent album that he had put out. And this song Diamonds really just like did it for me. Um, it's something about how it starts out very unassuming and then it ends up like careening into something totally different with uh it, it starts out with something that's closer to like i don't know like an unwritten law or something like that and then you'll hear it he comes in like fucking freddie mercury it's like queen out of nowhere and it yeah. just kind of kicks you right in the fucking chest Dude. when you're listening to this you surprised the shit out of me with this recommendation like when it kicks in i was like whoa queen mm-hmm. like the use of pianos there you go that's it right there and uh a little bit of horns i feel like in the background that chorus kind of going with it it really shows a different sound from his band citizen that you know he, he works with definitely a full sound full assembly i love i love how it's organized right it's, it's a lot of fun and the song is called diamonds it does have sort of a shiny sound to the to the song itself which i really enjoy it's very playful even though it starts almost on a somber note if you when you first start listening to the song um it really spins it around on you and becomes this very very likable tune so a little bit more about uh matt caracas he is as i said working with the band citizen um they're out of toledo ohio i don't know what it is about ohio there's something in the water out there (laughs) they just make great musicians uh especially in the like emo grunge pop punk Mm. those those kinds of um alternative rock areas it seems like ohio is the place to be i mean hell we just had nick on yeah you know a lot of those guys are based out there it's crazy another great example yeah gotta be the water man yeah so he the the band itself is from um southeast michigan and northwest ohio that that great lake area um matt himself grew up in uh grew up in michigan and eventually ended up hooking up with the other guys uh in ohio before that he was in a metalcore band called the sound of glory and then eventually hooked up with citizen going on to do his solo stuff alongside that. He's actually still with Citizen. They're technically, they had a tour going on um, before, you know, the entire, the pandemic stuff uh, shut down everything. And he also, as I said, released in 2019 that album Ruby and put something out just in 2020 now. So it's, it's cool to see him, you know, working with a band and then also putting out solo stuff and touring, trying to tour with both. Um, that that must be really difficult, but you gotta love it if you're doing it. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta love it to like create such like passion project, like and just keep grinding at it, like music, like that, mm-hmm. man. That is love. So for his next song that I want to give you a little bit of a taste of, it's called Direction, and this one is off of his uh, first full album. He put out like a few songs, and then. This was his first like real album as his solo project. This one's off of uh, Luna and the Wild Blue Everything that came out back in 2016. So even the difference between this song and the last one that I played, Diamonds, you this has more like of a minus the bear or something. Um, very yeah, very very different. And, and just to show the highlight, I mean, both very different from Citizen. Oh yeah, you know, I just I love an artist that can really just express 
different sounds, you know. And maybe that's the outlet. I'd love to. I'd love to have him on and ask him something like that. You know, mm. do you find that you make a song and you're like, this is a citizen song, and like, or this is a a Matt Carrickus song, you know? Yeah. Do you feel yeah. it? Like, I feel like it's a curse that some bands fall under. Is like they have to stay within that sound spectrum, you know, and sure. it limits you. You know, I mean. But if you can do it right and someone can appreciate you as a fan on different musical levels, I think you're doing something right, which is kind of what I, I feel like is going on with Matt here. So yeah, I definitely appreciate what he's doing. Hell yeah. This one's a lot. This is his top played song on Spotify. It's got like 5 million uh, plays and I can see why it's, it's a, it's a great song. Um, it kind of calls back to his earlier sound as a solo artist um, compared to the more uh, interesting and experimental type of set. Not even experimental, like I don't, I wouldn't call diamonds experimental. It's just, uh, it's a bigger sound, you know, than like, like this album. So that's Matt Caracas, a little uh, taste on, on his uh, musical stylings here. If you want to check him out, definitely go over to Spotify and, and give him a listen. Hell yeah. Definitely approve that. Oh, man. I, I should say he does have one um, tour date available on August 1st. He is going to be playing two shows at the Historic Masonic Temple in Bay City, Michigan. One at 11 a.m., one at 8 p.m. Oh, nice. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully that's still on. I mean, hopefully someone catches it because I think this episode's actually coming out after that already happened. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool if somebody could give us feedback like, yeah, it happened and now we went like, yeah. That'd, that'd be, be cool. Let us know if you went. Yeah. Any of our Michigan slackers. <laughs> yeah, we do have a we do have a few out there. Yeah, they're there. Um, all right, man. We're I'm gonna cover a band that I have no fucking info on at all, but I've adore. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to start out playing a little bit of the music right away. Um, it's just a really good sound. And you know what it is. You know it. I recommend Synthwave way too much. <laughs> I feel like people are going to be like, it's Synthwave, isn't it? Isn't it? It is, baby. It's Synthwave. And uh, yeah, I just love this band called Duet. Um, I don't know if it's a band or if it's one man that band, you know, but uh, what seems to happen is duet creates instrumentals and then kind of symbolism of the name. They work with other artists and do a duet. So this song right here, I love the song. Um, shit, I don't have the name of the girl right off the top of my head. I got to get that real quick. But this is uh, the second song I heard from them. I'm going to start out the next one is going to be the one that I fell in love with the band immediately. It's one of those instances where I just like immediately love their sound. Now duet has like a range from 80s synthwave to like even like a nineties, almost evolution of synthwave, which is something I haven't really seen. Would you say that like, is this a uh, lady singing now she's part of the band or is this one of the featured? People? No, no, no. She's uh, doing like a feature on there. Okay. That's what I thought. So they're more the producer, it sounds like. Yeah, they create the instrumentals. Uh, this is Haley Roscoe, by the way, who has done a bit in Synthwave. Um, yeah, they they create the uh, instrumentals. I don't believe they've sang on any of their tracks, but they work oh, with okay. other people. And uh, this song's called Saver. I really enjoy it. It's like a really flared up 80s song, modernized, which I really enjoyed. Um. It's got and a yeah, shine to it. It's got a really cool shine to it. 
Now, the next song I wanted to highlight was the song that I fell in love with the band right away. Um, this is called Julianne, and uh, it's just got a really cool vibe to it. It's just, I don't know, there's something about the melody that just catches me. You know, it starts out real nice. And this one features Stuart Lockwood. He's an actor, actually. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, which is really cool. I didn't know that until I started looking into him. He is known uh, for a bunch of movies. Um, at Dawn, Super Snackers, the most famous one, How to Talk to Girls at Parties. I've never seen any of these movies, honestly. But, huh. Uh, it but cool, it's cool, guys. It's cool to see an actor, you know, singing on a, on a track. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, I just love... He's got a smooth... He's got, like, a British sound, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really dug this right away. The way the melody hits and the way he compliments it with his voice. Yeah, I'm sort of getting like a British mod vibe. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, it is kind of Euro popish too. Yeah, but with that '80s sort of uh... the way it falls oh, into this. The okay. way it falls into this part is really where I, I was like, "Oh my god, I love the song." Yeah, the way it falls into the chorus is just. Oh, that's great. Know? That that has such a Vice City feel to dude. it now. Now, and this is a, as a vocalist, this is the difference between being like just a vocalist and using your vocals as an instrument. Like this is like mm. rather singing or using your voice as an instrument. Yeah, you know, like complimenting the, the sound of of uh, the actual music with what clips he's doing. in like fucking Lincoln Logs, bro. You know, <laughs> true. Yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy for it. Yeah, and uh, so I. I just one of those bands man i i heard the song and i became obsessed with them they have quite a catalog a lot of it is is uh instrumental mm-hmm. which is big that's that, that is synthwave a lot of guys i don't know what it is the majority of synthwave fans like instrumentals i do not i like it with the vocals but uh so they have a lot of you know instrumentals but they have a lot of great originals that they've worked with another artist to create this duet you know mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I, I like about it. You know, I don't know if that was the original goal, and that's why they have the name Duet in place. Okay. Oh, but, that would make sense. It'd be that'd but, be a good play on the name. Yeah, especially with, with the two T's. Yeah, they work with Stuart Lockwood a couple times. Um, don't make me wait is another great song he's on. Um, I had a tough time. It's you know what was I was going to highlight here. Mm. But uh, if you're into that '80s, that synthwave, that poppy, just melodic kind of sound, you're looking for something to cruise with. This is that that band right here. This is that That's new band fantastic. to add to your to your fucking catalog. Yeah, there you go. Some more synthwave for you, and a little bit of uh, some solo, I guess, rock. Ooh, I mean, yeah. all over the place with his genres. I mean, he can. Yeah, true. I, I got to listen to his catalog because he's got. Yeah, he's got a sound <laughs> for sure. So uh, we'll be adding duet and Matt Caracas to our Spotify playlist if you want to listen along to some of our suggestions. And uh, we'll be right back with a music-themed game right after this. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. 
Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com. 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to Manscaped.com. 20% off at checkout. Enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. What's up, all you guys out there in podcast land? This is Chris. This is Jason. And I'm the Duchess. And we're the Hashtag No Offense Show, bringing you your weekly dose of crazy Florida headlines. Well, that's not all we talk about. I mean, we talk about stuff like... Yeah, don't forget about me sucking dicks. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's true, I guess. <laughs> Some of them dick pics. Let's just check out this clip from a recent episode. It's... You know, they don't really have any problems at all. Fuck yeah, why would you? Yeah, everybody's getting their balls drained. And they're <laughs> right. getting in trouble. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and the girls are getting paid. They're happy. And nobody's suing anybody for whipping their dick out. She's got she's got fucking health care for for sucking dick, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, do you know how many bitches in America would suck dick for health care? I would suck dick for health care. You've got it by being married. For free health care. <laughs> yeah, but if we can get health care for free, you wouldn't let me suck dick. I pay $550 a month for health care. Is $550 a month worth it to you to suck a gang of dicks for free health care? <laughs> <laughs> How many are a gang? And will they provide? Yeah, what is a gang of dicks? <laughs> will they be providing sandwiches afterwards? Because if they have sandwiches, then I am in. I'll pay the five fifty and take you to Firehouse. Okay. So if you like what you heard, head on over to htnos.com and you can subscribe on any of your podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on all the socials. Htnos everywhere. And we are back to play a little game in this uh, music-related game. I'm going to be conducting with Matt as the contestant is called uh, put the song down, flip it and reverse it. Oh, you want Missy Elliott on this game. Jesus. In the vein of Miss Elliott, we are going to uh, be reversing some songs here and you're going to have to guess what songs these are. Now I'm not going to let you just go in blind. I'm going to want you to pull up Spotify and you're going to go to the top 50 U.S. songs, I believe it is. If you go to search, there should be a playlist that keeps, you know, a pretty good tally of uh, what songs are hot these days. Are you into the popular music? Well, this Matt? fucks me. I don't know what any of this music is. So, Well, that's going to be your cheat sheet. There should be about 50 songs there. And I'm going to play you s- small sections of the songs in reverse. And you get to make a guess as to what song that is. I'll give you, I'll give you three guesses per thing. We got four songs for you here, all right? All right. So you understand the rules? Got it. All right. Let's start with the first song. All right. So what does that demon music sound like to you? Which which of those top fifty songs? Well, it's Taylor Swift. Okay, um, I'll tell you. You got the artist. Do you know what song it is? Fuck no. She has eight hundred songs on the top fifty. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Take a stab. You get you get Illicit three affairs. guesses. What's that? Illicit affairs. Wrong. Mirrorball. Nope. One more try here. What's the last guess? This is me trying. Oh, is that your guess or are you just saying you're trying? 
I'm trying. No, that's that was my guess. I can't. No, try. I'm sorry. That's wrong. We had there was a Taylor Swift cardigan. You want to hear it in full play? Here? Yeah, one of the most popular songs with her uh, most recent album release there it, uh, of her new album, Folklore, released on July 24th, 2020. You got, you got the artist. You should get like a half point for that one. I should, but do I? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll see at the end. All right, so <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll tally it up. So uh, the next one here. Any idea? Any feelings? Is that the is that blinding lights by the weekend? You are correct, sir. Right. First okay. try. There we go. That one was. I think that one was kind of, kind of almost sounds the same forward or backward, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a weekend. Yeah. Well, they got the ooh. Ooh backwards is a still ooh. I'm a big fan of that song. I'll probably be jamming this later. Touch. <laughs> nice very nice that that one you got no problem that that seemed like it was baked into your bones you knew it all right coming in with confidence let's see how you do on the third one i'm so fat i'm so fat that's definitely what it sounded like uh pop star by drake Oh, okay. So you got you got the artist correct, but is not pop star. I don't see him on any of the other ones. You know what? I did. Oh, it's Greece. Duh. Nope. Oh, I did. Okay. So caveat: this song was the last one on the list when I made this to this uh, game the other day. So it might be gone. It's probably gone. gone. It's gone. See, so you, you made know a what, game. Do you know what it could be? It was rigged. No, <laughs> I don't listen to current music like this. Like I <laughs> just is. hear it there and there. All yeah. right, we'll we'll give you that one since uh, you had the caveat of it. <laughs> at least you know. give me half a point. Yeah, yeah. You at least get another half point on that one. It was <laughs> game is rigged. Tootsie right. slide. Right, but, uh, this yeah. one came out a while ago. This one came out. Uh, it was a single released in April of 2020. Pumped to it in the club. I know. <laughs> Oh, and I forgot to mention the weekend's uh, single Blinding Lights was released in November of 2019. Still on the top 50. Very surprising. It's a bold right. song. So you got one. You got like two half points going here. Let's see how you wrap it up on the fourth one. All right. That post Malone off. Turn that post Malone off. It's not post Malone. What? It's not post Malone. What? Oh, I'm fucked. Any Can other? We, is any it other Juice ideas? World? Yes, it, it is Juice World. Do you know which Juice World song it is? Wishing Well. God damn, Matt. You are <laughs> right. It is Wishing bitch, Well. Bitch, you should have never gave me the cheat sheet. I muted you and I played that song. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was going to give you a full point. <laughs> I don't get a full point? You gave me the cheat sheet. You didn't see how I had to use it. You can't play the song. You didn't say that, though. All right, you're right. I did not distinguish that as a rule. So, you know what? Yeah, you get a full point. You yes. get uh, three out of four, on including your half points there. All right. Pretty good job, Matt. 
I, I, I would say for someone who doesn't say they listen to popular music, you did a pretty good job. The only reason my girlfriend saved me. My girlfriend <laughs> listens to this stuff. That's the only hey, reason I know. However, you get the answer, it worked. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was. That's it. I win. That's it. You won. I win, dude. The name of the game. I win. It wasn't right. so bad. No, I, I enjoyed this. This is a cool incarnation of a music game. I uh, enjoyed this. This will definitely be making a return. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I do so well. Uh, I feel like I'm definitely lacking in the. The only thing I would say is next time, music. do like the music we like. You know, like I think I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna do this next time, and I'm gonna hit you with an emo edition. Maybe go old oh, school. Maybe okay. like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go specifically high school emo edition, probably. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Do some yeah. deep, deep dives. This is a cool game. All Jesse's creation and uh, a lot of fun. I like it. Just thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Hell yeah, man. And uh, I guess that's that's it. That's where we wrap it up. Mr. Rogers style. We're getting ready to put the cardigan back on and shoes back on and walk out for a nice little afternoon walk. All there right. You go. And uh, hey, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. And, uh, you know, sorry about missing that episode last week. And uh, hey, no we'll problem. You know what? Give it make it up to him. Give him a nice like Florida man tip here. Let me. Uh, OK. Yeah. You know what? Let's start a tradition here. Florida man tips on the outro. You know what? Let me start it with this. There's never too much gold bond for your nuts in the heat. Ah, right? I'm okay. just going to say that. That's one thing I've just learned in the first week here. A lesson you learn quick. Real quick, dude. Yeah, your nuts take the ultimate toll when you move to Florida. Never never thought of those poor bastards. And uh, But gold bond's keep, got you. Keeping, so. keeping the market floating down there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, people. Uh, yeah, catch me at NWG Media on Instagram, and uh, I'll document the Florida man life for you in uh, photography-wise. And, uh, hey, catch these hands. I'm still playing Xbox down here. I'm still trying to find somebody to beat me, all right? Matty G for me to be on Xbox Live. And you can follow me through the quad. We're going streaking. I'm going to let that one roll. I'm going with you. <laughs> Atlanders <Fun>. the plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, until next time, people, much love. That's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. we passing them. Yeah. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passage. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing them, passing them. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.